Um, I talk about this all the time. Uh, anytime I get a chance on Take Three or uh, uh, Andy Page's webinar or these these podcasts, I just try to really push the idea that research is good for our company. And so, really, that's that's the bottom line. In short, it's better. You know, better research equals better performance as a company. You're listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Join Michael Holtz and his guests for conversations about all things ORAU. They'll talk about ORAU's storied history, our impact on an ever-changing world, our innovative scientific and technical solutions for our customers, and our commitment to the communities where we do business. Welcome to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. Happy Wednesday and welcome to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. I'm your host, Michael Holtz, and I am excited as ever to talk to regular and returning guest, Chief Research Officer Ken Tobin, who is here to talk about some new developments in the world of research at ORAU. And Ken, we've been doing these research podcasts now for about a year, um, yep. which has been great to shed some light on the work that our researchers are doing across the organization and kind of what research means to us. And there are kind of some new developments. So um, let's talk about the research podcast in general and then talk about some new things happening in the research enterprise. Sure, that sounds great. And I'm glad to be back. I thank you for inviting me to come back. Um, so uh, the, the research podcast is part of your Further Together podcast series. Um, I feel like it's been a really great way to communicate our research activities and opportunities for our staff uh, who follow or have interest in research. Um, I believe we kicked off the research series with like uh, podcast number 72, which, uh, you know, a year ago, which was me discussing the research series that we were going to yep. try and do, which is good. And I think um, altogether, we're up to number 90 now, something like that. Yep, we are. So I guess, yeah, I guess they haven't all been research podcasts, but we've sprinkled them in all the way along the way. And um, so it's been great. Um, for the for the research series, we've um, we've really tried to focus on a broad range of topics, uh, such as the impact of uh, of COVID on on of the COVID pandemic on women in science, um, health risk disparities related to air pollution exposure, uh, computer simulations for rural disaster response and uh, things like the impact of our ODRD program on, on the company, ORU, um, you know, just to name a few topics. Um, Absolutely. I think um, as we're moving forward with the series, we are planning to focus on several of our federal programs. Um, I haven't spoken to you all about this on the podcast yet, but you know, I've been looking into what we do in uh, research within the company and in um, <clears throat> really, how deep our research goes. And so we have a lot of our, our, our federal, you know, contracted program activities that have research components to them that um, we are now taking credit for. I think we do about, um, I'd say it'll be about uh, 10 to $12 million a year of, uh, of, of research within the company. So as we move forward in the series, we're we're really planning on on focusing on several of our of these federal programs that have research elements in areas like uh, atmospheric science or radiation science and dosimetry, uh, health science and health communications, epidemiology, and uh, human research protection. There's a lot more to come, so I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing how the series progresses. Um, and as and speaking of 
of things that are somewhat new today. I'm, I'm excited to talk a little bit about the um, ORU Research Scientist job family uh, and our first new hire that into this role for the company. So this is something that I've been able to touch on here and there over the last couple of years um, as we've made a little bit of progress on uh, uh, you know, getting the word out on what this research scientist job family is about and how to participate in it, but we're now starting to make a little bit of progress. And so, yeah, I'm excited to bring that up and talk about it today as well. It's, you know, it's really exciting because as we have talked over the past year, um, you know, anyone at ORU can be a researcher, right? I mean, we we have said that really kind of from the beginning. And as you said, we're doing research in places that we don't always take credit for. Um, but this research scientist job family really kind of formalizes research scientist positions throughout the organization. So what's the purpose and why why now? Why create this role at ORU now? Yeah, well, actually, it's um, it's been around for a couple of years. I believe Eric Abelquist, when he was the uh, senior or chief research officer, I guess, senior VP um, at the company, he had actually started the process of trying to work with HR and, and our researchers to create a position, but we never really, um, <clears throat> really got this off the ground. So I, I guess he started this pre-COVID, and because of the I'll call it the COVID hiatus. <laughs> you know, not much happened in the last two years. It really moved things along in a lot of ways. We did well, but you know, um, and and really also as a function of our very conservative company culture around research, we've really not had a chance to move the idea forward. Um, so the the research scientist job category is intended to help us expand our research capacity by attracting and positioning high caliber scientists or growing scientists from within the company. Um, so the, the goal is to enable ORU to improve not only our research capacity, but increase collaboration with our federal sponsors, with our universities and other research institutions uh, through our research scientist relationships and collaborations. So um, not only is this good for ORU business, I think it's good for professional career development for our staff who want to uh, pursue creative research opportunities. Uh, and who want to have impact on federal policy and, and investment, uh, publish and share their, their work, their research, um, create intellectual property, and otherwise build an impressive and marketable resume for themselves and for the company. It's really exciting um, that we have this opportunity, um, again, across the organization. If I'm interested in becoming um, a research scientist. What are the what are the requirements to be part of the research scientist job family? Yeah, a, a great question. Um, uh, really, a, a minimum of a bachelor's degree in a science or engineering field is required, with an advanced degree or the equivalence of an advanced degree being desired. When I talk about equivalence, I mean, uh, for example, being a function of uh, years of experience and a demonstration of research productivity in terms of research participation or publications and presentations. Uh, service on boards and committees with professional societies, or maybe even society elevation, for example, becoming a senior member or a, a fellow of a society, um, and other activities that demonstrate your ability to collaborate with others and to achieve lasting impact in your areas of expertise. Um, and the research scientist track provides a process for advancing to higher grades, you know, in your career path without necessarily requiring increased management responsibility. Some people don't have any problem with that. Some people want to focus on the research. Some people like the idea of, of, of um, supervising others, but um, 
So really what I'm saying is that the, the career growth is determined based on research accomplishments, okay. not how many direct reports you have. Um, also advancement to higher grades um, um, within the, the, the research scientist child family is not based on time in the previous grade, but rather on demonstrated excellence and productivity in research. Awesome. Um, have there been barriers to um, making this progress? Um, I know, you know, as an organization, we support research, but has it been, when, you know, you talked about kind of the COVID hiatus, um, but have there been barriers to making this a reality? Yeah, yeah, that's, it's, it's been um, an interesting challenge, you know, coming to ORAU from my previous job at the National Laboratory, which had a lot of different categories of researchers and um, in, in different fields and things like that, they, you know, that was just kind of the way they operated. But here it's a little bit different. Um, <clears throat> we do have a, a strong but subtle research uh, capability and program in a, over a broad swath of areas where we do work. But interestingly enough, one of the, the biggest confusions about the role uh, from a compensation perspective relates to how we pay different types of staff. So for example, a, uh, a biologist and an information technology person at the same grade uh, may be paid at different levels based on pay scale variations that you see in the national labor market. So when the research scientist position was first created, there's only the one category. So if we were going to hire an epidemiologist or a nuclear scientist or a health studies person, a research scientist, you know, level three came in at a grade 11, which could have caused equity issues among uh, workers in any particular field of the company because the, the pay scales would would not match with the people that they were working in their in their peer group or their compensation group. Sure. So it wasn't until I met with HR to discuss some of these barriers that we determined that it was perfectly okay to create different categories of research scientists, not just different grades or levels. And so this opened up the door to creating, for example, <clears throat> a research scientist level two in health studies or a research scientist level three in environmental science. So the category now really defining what the pay the pay family is for that job. So what that means now is that um, uh, no matter what area of the company you're engaged in or working in, you now have the opportunity to create a research um, uh, research scientist, you know, in some particular field and get the pays right and get the work right and all the and, and the career development right. So that's what's really made a big difference, I think, at this point. Awesome. And how did this help? We have a, a recent and our first official research scientist at ORU. How was this beneficial in that process? Yeah, we certainly do. So um, um, Dr. Davida Hammond, who leads the Epidemiology and Exposure Science Group at OGS, uh, wanted to open a position for someone to support health studies. Uh, the purpose of the position was to provide support uh, for research and analysis projects for OGS in culture evaluations, epidemiological studies, uh, diversity and inclusion projects, and other related studies. She felt that the position would be best filled by a research scientist, and she asked me to serve on the selection committee and to um, kind of work with the, the team and HR as, as they went through the process. So there were a variety of job functions in this position that made it stand out as an appropriate research scientist role such as, for example, the need uh, for this person to develop new survey instruments or perform literature reviews or interpret scientific data or collect and manage and analyze data and be responsible for individual research as well. 
And so um, we selected as part of that process four excellent candidates to interview for the role. Uh, and in fact, the pool was so strong that DeVita opted to offer the position to two of our candidates and one of those uh, two accepted our offer. That's awesome. So who accepted the offer? Yeah, so um, Dr. Eva Odawai accepted our offer and I believe she started working with us at the end of May. So um, Eva has her PhD in comparative and experimental medicine from the University of Tennessee. She has formal training in epidemiology and statistics from the University of Tennessee and in environmental science from the universities of Guelph in Ontario, Canada and the University of Nairobi in Nairobi, Kenya. Um, she's done significant research in conducting quantitative and, and, and qualitative research focused on uh, eliminating inequities in society and improving the human condition. So uh, an outstanding candidate. Um, it was a, an outstanding group of candidates that we had the opportunity to interview. And uh, it was just uh, a wonderful day to see us actually put someone into the research scientist job family and kind of get the ball rolling officially here at ORAU. <laughs> that sounds great. Dr. Odoi sounds like the perfect first um, official hire from a very amazing pool of candidates. So what happens next? So that's a great question. Uh, in fact, I'm hoping that having our first research scientist on staff will lead to other positions being created by our project managers and group leaders and such uh, who are building up capabilities in their areas. And I'd like to see more of our staff interviewing for these positions once, once they're posted. And if we have staff who believe they're currently working in areas that support the research scientist job family, and they would like the opportunity to move on one of these roles, there's also the possibility of working with HR um, to use the job development planning process um, along with their manager uh, to, to, to work out and, and figure out how to do a transition path from the, the, the job or position they're in now into the research job family. So it's not just hiring people off the street. It's also looking yeah. at how we develop people that we have internally. And so I'm looking forward to being able to help support that process. And really through things like the podcast today, um, getting the word out that, that that possibility exists and we'd love to see people take advantage of it. Awesome. Um, big picture wise in your role as chief research officer, why is this important for ORU? That's a, that's a good question as well. Um, so in, in my role as, uh, as chief research office, um, in part, that role is to help create a positive and productive culture for research across the company and to create mechanisms, maybe as many mechanisms as, as possible um, that will engage more staff and programs and research activities. Um, and I do this because a strong research portfolio across all of our areas of technical expertise results in the development of new capabilities and facilities uh, that build our reputation and make us more competitive and that provide professional development opportunities for our staff. Um, I talk about this all the time. Uh, anytime I get a chance on Take 3 or uh, uh, Andy Page's webinar or these, these podcasts, I just try to really push the idea that research is good for our company. And so really that's, that's the bottom line. In short, it's better, you know, better research equals better performance as a company. Well, and I love talking about our research and about the enterprise. So much more to come in those areas, along with um, the new round of ODRD projects, the mm -hmm. um, folks who are listening, the ORAE directed research and development projects, the ODRD light projects, which is a little bit of a new area for us. And then um, 
you know, just other work that's going on around the organization. So much, much more on research. Absolutely. Um, coming down the road. So looking forward <laughs> to talking about all of that. So Ken, thank you so much as ever for um, coming on and talking about the latest developments in the research enterprise. We look to having you back again soon, um, hopefully before, <laughs> before the next year, but um, <laughs> soon enough to talk about um, things that are developing. So thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you very much. And I am happy to come back and talk about research anytime you'll have me. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day, everyone. Thank you for listening to Further Together, the ORAU podcast. To learn more about any of the topics discussed by our experts, visit www.orau.org. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn at ORAU and on Instagram at ORAU Together. If you like Further Together, the ORAU podcast, we would appreciate you giving us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your reviews will help more people find the podcast.